0: Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show, where we build a business and a life we love, and we get to do it together. Recently, I had a conversation with Nathan Chan. Now, Nathan is a CEO and founder of Founder. Founder is a multi-million dollar education business, and it has amassed a global community of over 4 million people. This guy knows how to build a brand, and he knows how to get people excited and around it. We were discussing how to build credibility for your brand, and Nathan had some really fascinating insights, and I recorded the conversation, so I want to share a little bit of that right now. Once again, another great lesson of that is if you want to build your brand, if you want to build credibility, one of my key things to building any great brand is having incredible ambassadors, right? I think a great brand, it requires three principles. One, great ambassadors in any shape or form. Like that could be having someone on the front cover of your magazine, that could be having someone promoting your product, that be could be having someone as the chief evangelist for your product or investing in your product or giving you a review that you run ads to or whatnot. So that's the first thing. Great ambassadors, great design. I've shared with everyone how you can get incredible design at a at a really cost affordable rate. And then the third one is a great product. You you have to be able to have somewhat of an like Quality and you got to You you can't you can't put out something that you're not proud of. Great ambassadors, great design, and a great product. Those are Nathan's top three tips for establishing credibility and. I couldn't agree more. I'd also like to add on three of my own tips. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to focus on things that seem really simple, but so many people miss them, and they're all within your grasp. We're going to get into showcasing testimonials, offering great customer service, and being consistent. Yes, consistent you're tired of hearing me talk about it, but guess what? I'm consistent about talking about consistency. Okay, let's dive into my top three tips right now to discuss tactical ways you could build credibility for your brand. Let's start by showcasing testimonials. Now, one of the best things I learned to do for my business was to understand the psychology. Yes, I got into the brain, the psychology of how and why customers talk about businesses. I wanted customers to talk about my business in a real authentic way. I mean, let's be honest. I wanted people to love my business so much that they just had to tell their friends. And over the years, I found a way that achieving this and getting this was actually well within my grasp, well within my fingertips. And I think it's the same for you. So let's break down. Now, if you want the same thing for your business, I'm gonna walk you through the process of how you can make that happen. And it all starts with this. If you want people to talk about you, you must give them a reason to talk about you. I know, you're like, Jasmine, that's not deep. It's not, but if we don't give people a reason, if we're not actually cognizant saying, this is why I think you should talk about my business and then empower them to do so, we're gonna have a hard time getting them to talk about our business because let's be real, we would all love for people to talk about our business, but if we aren't putting in the work, if we aren't showing them, if we're not making it easy, well, it's not gonna happen. Of course, It's not enough for me to say, give them a reason, right? So let's talk about two ways to get testimonials for your business. Way number one is to send thank you notes. Now, this is really simple and it is that simple. So I started my career as a wedding photographer and during Christmas or anniversaries, I would send cards to my couples, my clients, with a photo from their wedding on the front and then I would write a personalized message on the inside, I can't tell you how many times I was tagged on social media when people received their cards. So just imagine as a business owner sending a client a card that was handwritten for them. It ain't rocket science, but man, it's such an old lost art form that people were actually excited to get snail mail. So people would include maybe like a caption, it's like such a thoughtful card from our wedding photographer and they would tag me. Now, they weren't just sharing about my business on social media, they would actually display their cards around their house. So let's say I had sent a personalized Christmas card. So they would have their Christmas card out, and then when like my clients had guests come over like in December, around the holidays, their friends and family also saw the card around the holidays, and then all of a sudden, I would be getting connections, I'd be getting tags, I'd be getting emails from people who happened to see the Christmas card out on display and wanted to book me for my services. I was literally giving couples, I was literally giving my clients marketing opportunities just by sending them a Christmas card. Okay, way number two. The next thing you can do is to get organic testimonials. And what I like to do is to send a gift as a small way of expressing gratitudes to our clients or customers. Now, here's the thing. Whenever I say gift, people might say, I don't have a lot of money. Now, I get it absolutely get it but you don't have to spend a lot of money to showcase your brand in fact i'm gonna come out and say you could spend three dollars and 75 cents okay so when i was a wedding photographer here i am i'm giving examples but i'm gonna give different examples and different businesses that that i had so when i was a wedding photographer i was on etsy and i was looking for a valentine's day card for my husband and when i was searching for a valentine's day card now side note I am a paper snob. I will go out of my way to find thick cardstock and letterpress and like stamps or wax labels. Like I love me some cards. So my husband and I, we go out of our way to find the right card for that person. So I was shopping on Etsy and when I was kind of searching, I came across a Japanese designer who created and got old matchboxes like literally a matchbox. And then she would cover them with pretty paper. And then when you slid the matchbox open, there was a miniature kind of floating people inside. And it had a movable bouquet of flowers. And I thought, this is so cute. I mean, this is adorable. So I ordered this matchbox. So when you slid it open, there was a couple and a bouquet inside. It said, I love you. And I thought it was great for Valentine's. And when it arrived, It was just as adorable as I thought it would be. So I thought to myself, I can send these to my clients. So I emailed this Japanese designer and I said, if I paid you for a bulk order of 25 matchboxes, could you put a camera on the front of the matchbox and a little tiny like sign that said, click? And when you open it up, you put a picture of a boy and a girl with a little floating heart. And on the back, can you add my logo? I basically just paid for 25 matchboxes that she had been designing otherwise, but then I added a little bit of my own customization. And she said yes because, and she said yes because you don't know what you can get if you don't ask. Okay, so let's contextualize this for my clients. After an engagement session, I sent a $3.75 matchbox to my clients as a small little thank you, right? So as a digital photographer, they would get a gallery full of their images. And then I would send a small piece of snail mail. And when they opened it on the front, there would be a little camera that said click and then they would slide it open with a little girl, a little boy inside and a little heart. On the back, it had my logo. Huh. And you wanna know what people did? They took a picture of the closed matchbox. And then after they took another picture, of it open so they could see and showcase the before and after. And they would post it to social media, their Instagram account, their Facebook account. And they would say, we had such a great engagement session. Our photographer sent us this cute card, this cute matchbox. Now you're listening and you're like, that's not that big of a deal. Okay, but let's do some simple math. The average person on Facebook, and it's about the same on Instagram. The average person on social media has around 350 friends. 350 followers. Now that bride would take a picture of that matchbox and then she tagged her fiance and he has on average 350 friends, which means that the matchbox with my business logo could potentially be seen by 700 people, 350 from the bride, 350 from the groom for a total of 700 people. It had the possibility of being seen by hundreds and hundreds of people for $3 and 75 cents. Oh, like Oh, This is a great way to give people a reason to talk about you. Now, I want you to know it's very common for people to not leave testimonials. It's very common for people to not share on social media about your business, even if you incentivize them or even if you send them something. So please don't get discouraged. Now at Social Curator, it's very common for us to choose a Curator of the Month. These are a select group of people who have been really participating in the community or have really stayed consistent. We just want to highlight a few people. And so what we'll do is we'll put together a Social Curator swag bag of sorts. So we send them like hats or sweatshirts or tumblers, anything that's going just to say, hey, we see you, job well done. Sometimes people will put it out on their social media and give a glowing testimonial to which then we will save it and repost it and use it for future reasons or ways. And then there's a group of people who don't, and that's totally okay in another way to get testimonials by giving people not just a way to talk about you, but a reason to. It's very common. I will do group coaching. I will do master classes on the inside of Social Curator. And as I'm teaching, we have our community manager going through and grabbing screenshots from conversations because as people are watching the class um, during the live class or after, they're leaving comments like, oh, I stayed consistent for the past week and I picked up X amount of followers or I got three sales unexpectedly from a reel that I learned how to do on Social Curator. So what people are saying is not necessarily, like they're not saying it, oh, as a testimonial, they're just testifying. They're just stating a fact like, hey, these are some of the results that I got. So what our team will do, will be grabbing those comments and then we follow up with them. We're like, hey, can we share this on social media? And 10 out of 10 times people are like, yeah, sure, of course. So by giving somebody a reason to talk about you, I did explain a card. I did explain a gift. Remember, we have to give them something to talk about, but you can also give by way of education. You can give by way of connection. And when people respond, this is your opportunity to take their words and then you have the ability to magnify them on social. Now, you won't get any testimonials if you're not giving people a reason, right? You also won't get testimonials if you don't ask. It's very common for myself and the team to ask for testimonials from people who we know are doing the work. In fact, it is the users of Social Curator who are constantly in my DMs. Like we have this realtor and she is constantly filling in. She's like, I just closed another multimillion dollar deal. We have hairstylists who are like, I run a salon and I'm trying to get st- stylists in my chair. So I made a reel following these exact instructions and now I have a wait list for stylists to be in the salon. And so when people are sending me DMs, I'm like, I love this, can I share it? Like We have to give reasons and ways for people to share their testimonials. It's very common. For for somebody to send me a voice message and say, oh, hey, this is what I got. I'm so excited. This is what I'm learning. I got more customers, got more sales. And they'll send me a voice message, perhaps like on Instagram DM, and I will text them back and I will say, is there any way that you could type out this testimonial? Or there was this one instance where a career coach had said that she went live every day for a month, a career coach, and there were really short lives, but she had picked up 500 followers and 57 leads just in that month. And she had sent me a voice memo. And so what I did was I basically turned transcribed, I was like, are you telling me that? And I repeated back the entire testimonial and she said, yes, absolutely. And then I asked her, can I share these results? So what I did was I made it easy for her to see her very own testimonial so that she can co-sign and then I would be able to share it publicly. Okay. All right. Let's get into the second way to build credibility for your brand and that's great customer service. Now I will be the first to say there is always room for improvement. I will also be the first to say as a CEO, there have been plenty of times that we could have done a heck of a lot better. But every time we have been given an opportunity to get better, I'm really proud of the team. We are always assessing and finding ways to get better. So this is not to say we're perfect in any way, shape or form, but this is to share things that we've learned along the way. Because customer service is one of the most important parts of your business because it makes people raving fans. It keeps people coming back. It encourages them to tell their friends about your business. Customer service is powerful. Now, some ways that you can make sure that your clients or customers are always having a great experience with your business is having save replies to ensure that you could reply as quickly as possible. Save replies are basically email templates. Friends, I cannot tell you when I was a solopreneur as a photographer, just there, right there in Google, I would have a bunch of drafts for my commonly asked questions. I was able to absolutely positively respond to my clients same day because 99% of the questions my clients were asking had all been asked before. So I just set a day aside. I wrote a bunch of email templates. And so when I saw Stephanie ask me about timing, I had a template. When I had Jolene ask me about a first look, I had a template. When I had a coordinator ask me about what I needed for the day, I had a template. I was firing out emails so quickly because of save replies. And now that social care or has its own dedicated customer success team, we have hundreds and hundreds of save replies based on the commonly asked questions that we have. So another way to ensure that your clients are having a great experience is regularly asking for feedback. Like I will be the first to say that I want feedback positive and not so positive. Positive in what people would be, be perceiving as negative. And the way that this happens is by way of surveys, polls, Instagram story polls. I have one to two days a week for scheduling calls with users. like I'm really asking people, why have you not been using Social Curator more? What could we do to make it easier? What can we do to make it better? What could we make it to make it so juicy and irresistible that you're in the app every day creating your marketing? I need to know. If I know what people need, we can build it. But the only way that I know what people need is by asking for feedback. And another way to really extend credibility on your brand is to make it right if somebody has a bad experience with you like, let's just be real. It's just not a good situation when somebody has a bad experience. And what I learned, did I ever tell you that I was a manager at Nordstrom? Oh, well, I was. And Nordstrom's employee handbook is one line. If they haven't changed it, it's just one line. And it's do the right thing. And everybody has their own perception of what doing the right thing is, but I've always maintained that. Like, I don't think it's worth Really, I don't think it's worth ruining a relationship with a user if they're very, very upset. Let's make it right. Like, what can we do? Let's make it right. Let's make sure that we are not responsible for ruining their day, even if we aren't technically responsible. Even if we have itemized, hey, listen, these are the terms of service. This is what you agreed to. And this person is still upset. It is at that point in time, you know what? We're going to make this right. Another way to extend your brand experience is like how do people perceive you? So, a few months ago, I had sent a newsletter and number 1, I read the newsletter responses and the customer success team reads the newsletter responses when people respond to a newsletter, we read it and we celebrate it and we highlight and we share stories like we really, I, I think and love connecting in real time with business owners. It's like, it lights me up. So as a way to like give back, we called it a surprise and delight campaign. It was a one line email and the email was, hey, and then it has like your name. So, hey Jamal, I hope you're having a good day. Is there anything that I could do for you? That was the one line. And so the team had prepared, saved replies, like, do we expect somebody asking for marketing advice? Here are three amazing resources that we could send them. if they're asking for branding advice, here's three amazing resources. If they're asking for mindset tips, here are three amazing resources. And then I instructed the team, we had set a budget. I'm not gonna talk about the budget. So we had set a budget. Now you could set whatever you have money for. So we set a budget to say, anybody who asks for something that is within this budget Let's send it to them as a surprise and delight. So, somebody had said, I could really use a hug today. And so, the customer success team drop shipped them Hershey's hugs. Like, I love candy. Somebody had said, I just had a newborn and I could really use a cup of coffee. Our team sent her a gift card, like an e card to Starbucks. Somebody had said, I really wish that I could be my own superhero. I need one today. And so then we drop shipped a Superwoman t-shirt to this <laughs> to this to this girl. So it's like these are small ways to say like hey, we see you and you're not alone and we had no goal or ambition to get something other than really extending and expressing appreciation for having those people be there. So You know, my top tips for providing exceptional customer service, it could be its own podcast episode. In fact, I am meeting and chatting with our customer success team and getting all of their advice, and I'm going to be putting it in to a podcast that we're gonna drop in the next two weeks. So hang on tight and be sure to subscribe to the podcast from wherever you're listening to because we really dive into this topic and we have so much experience. And when I say we, the team has so much experience and I can't wait to distill it, break it down and share that with you. Okay, lastly, consistency. This is how we're gonna be extending your brand. Come on, y'all, come on. Now, when we talk about building credibility for your brand You're going to hear me say the word consistency and it's also a word that I apply when it comes to creating marketing content. It it is also a word that I apply when I speak about building relationships. It's also a word that I apply personally to my workout endeavors. It's consistency. And you are probably very tired of hearing me say you have to be consistent. Well, I have to tell you, I'm going to come in hot again Because everything that you want is on the other side of being consistent. It's that simple. And it's also that hard. But it's just the truth. And oftentimes I am making this podcast as a reminder selfishly for me because it's not easy to be consistent. It's not easy to be disciplined. It's not easy to create in preparation of showing up every day. It's not easy, but it's the truth. And I'm not here to give you excuses and I'm not here to make you comfortable. I'm here to empower you. I'm here to educate you. I'm here to assure you that the seemingly impossible thing you want to do is in fact possible that what you want to create and what you want to build is possible if you don't quit. That's it. If you choose to be consistent. Now this is where, just yesterday, I got an Instagram DM from a woman who wants to be a photographer and she says, Jasmine, I have tried for six years to be a photographer and no one's hiring me. Well. I don't know enough about her business. But what I do know is that if she is hand to heaven saying, I have put in 110%, I have created content, I have built my portfolio, I have given, I have shared, I have not stopped in the past six years. I have not stopped because oftentimes business owners are going to be like, I tried building this business for eight years. And I'm like, you you did not stop for eight years. Oh, you see, well, I had to, um, oh, So what we do is we hold ourselves to this impossible timeline when in all reality, we weren't committed 100% of the time. So all I'm asking you is that you want the thing, but are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to show up? Are you willing to be consistent And consistency is one of the best ways to build trust and credibility with your brand and in your brand. And I mean being consistent with everything, not just your social media posts. Because here's the thing, I know that I have been built up, I know that I've been propped, I know that I have volitionally set myself up to be kind of like a beacon or an advocate for social media marketing fine. But I have been an advocate for consistency when blogging was the main mechanism to build a business. When YouTube was a main mechanism to build a business, I was an advocate and a staunch supporter of doing whatever work was free to get the results that I needed. And if next year, something else comes up, watch me preach and teach about that next thing. All I am in the game of doing is sharing what I'm doing. I am a squirrel trying to get a nut. I'm trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. I got champagne taste on a beer budget and I am sharing what I am doing. And obviously I'm saying use social media because it's free and it's effective. And you know, if it's free, it's for me. Okay, but it is. Social media post. It is the quality of your product. It is the quality of your customer service. Basically, the key to building credibility for your brand is to take Nathan's advice and to take my advice on everything we discussed today and then do it. Again and again and again. You continue to do it and you learn and you innovate and you change and you grow. Your dream is waiting on the other side of consistency. So, there you have it. How to build credibility for your brand. As outlined fabulously by Nathan Chan, the founder of Founder, and a little bit from your homegirl. Like I mentioned earlier, in just two weeks, I will be releasing a podcast episode that will dive deep and teach you how to provide exceptional customer service for your clients and customers, and you don't want to miss these tips. To be the first to know when this episode goes live, be sure to subscribe to the Jasmine Star Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you are listening from today. I can't wait to help you continue establishing credibility for your brand. Until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye, friends.